What up? What up? So, I don't know why I feel like I got to put a disclaimer on this episode. Unlike, it's not like, you know, this is the first potentially controversial episode that I've done here on the Earnest Thoughts podcast. I mean, come on now. For those who've been listening to this long enough, you already know. But as far as just, I don't know, maybe maybe it's just the things I'm talking about, I guess. I don't know. But first and foremost, I, I mean, I already prayed on it, but I hope that God sees my heart, <laughs> you know, can see that I'm not coming from a place of hatred with the words that I spew. I just want fairness to be, you, you, you know, I, obviously when I, when I say my opinions, they're, they're just opinions, but I also would like more conversations to be had based off of the opinions that I have, you know? Um, so that's, that's it. Again, is th- these, these comments, eh, some of these comments, <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> I had to check myself, but some of these comments aren't coming from a place of hatred, at least not in this first topic here, Uh place of hatred, malice or whatever, not in this first topic here. But I do have questions. I do have questions um, because, <clears throat> again, like I said, I, I, I'm, up, I'm about fairness and I don't think it's fair of people to go around asking Americans not to visit their country or their city, whatever tourist attraction that they live in, whether it be, you know, uh, a U.S. property thing, place or whatever, or again, a country, you know, places like Hawaii or New Mexico, which, you know, are kind of like, People can say, well, it's their, it's, it's, they should be their own country or New Mexico should be a part of Mexico or whatever, or at least you could be fully considered part of Mexico. And, you know, the argument of Hawaii should be its own pretty much nation, you know, not under U.S. territory um, and the same for New Mexico. Uh, you know, I, I get those arguments. Those are the tourist attractions that I'm talking about. But other countries that are clearly not U.S. territories, uh, I get that same. I've heard that about the, uh, places outside of the U.S. or U.S. territory as well, right? <clears throat> I understand the cries from the natives of these places, but I don't think blaming or placing all of the blame on it because really it's really white tourists that's that's driving up the cost of living in these places it's not it's not all americans it's the white tourists that go there and instead of getting mad at all americans or even just white americans right Although they be foul when they go to these places. Americans in general be foul when they go to other countries and then get upset when American laws and rules and stuff does not apply to these other countries. You know what I'm saying? But although they they be foul, I'm not saying let's not hold Americans in general, whether white or not, accountable or blame them for certain things that go on 
in these other places outside of America uh, or not in your traditional American state, I guess, um, state or city, that the rest of the onus goes on the government in these places. See, I bring this up because there is a, what's it called now this or this now? Uh, But it's pretty much a, if I could find it, I'm on my other phone seeing if I could find it. So please excuse the pauses. But there's a video, they they shared one about Hawaii, but um, I also saw recently, I saw one about, and let me turn this vibration off. So y'all not getting buzzed all in your ear while I'm recording this. But uh, um, yeah, there's there's one, what's it called? Now this or this now? Jeez. There's one they did recently about now this. That's what it's called. I just saw it. There's one that they recently did uh, about New Mexico. There is a resident on from New Mexico telling Americans not to come there simply because of the higher, you know, when once once white folks, and I'm going to get into that, but once white folks step foot, whether they move to these quote-unquote tourist attractions or they just simply just come there and have some type of, <clears throat> you know, stay there where they're only staying there for like two months, two, three months maybe, or just, you know, Again, or if they move there, it's making the lives financially and probably in other ways as well. But this, the arguments I've seen them have been more so financial based arguments, right? But they're making the lives of these people harder because these places, just like in America, believe that whiteness is is worth more. <laughs> you see a white person walk your street, walk past the neighborhood, prices now all of a sudden it has to go up. Why do you think gentrification works the way it does? Partially as to why it works the way it does. Soon as a white person moves into a low-income neighborhood, in quotation marks, a low-value neighborhood, in quotation marks, the value then starts to increase. They didn't add anything other than their white skin walking through or moving through. And they moved into those neighborhoods because it's cheaper. You know? But then the prices go up. Now this posts a lot of videos, and I do... And I'm scrolling, and again, I'm scrolling through on one hand while recording (laughs) with another hand. So it might take me a while, but they post a lot of videos. So if you don't like save this, and this is, this is for me, my, my future uh, self, if I'm going to ever use now this as a source, I might just have to, upon searching, upon doing the editing for this Now it's looking like they just repeating videos. So 
I will describe the video for you. How about that? And hopefully upon editing this episode, I can find the video and then post the link to the video in the description box below and you can go see it for yourself. How about that? If I remember. Anyways, so before I describe the video, let me finish the point I was making. I think that the concerns that maybe new Mexicans have, Hawaiians have, and people maybe outside of U.S. or U.S. territory have about the cost of living increasing as soon as a white American moves in to their neighborhood or just walks through their neighborhood or just enters the, the, the country or the city. I think their concerns are valid concerns, but I all but I also think that a lot of their I'm gonna say anger because there it is, and I'm not saying anger like oh they're just bitter. I think it's valid anger, so I'm gonna use the word anger. Some might say oh I'm not angry, I'm just a concerned citizen of what whatsoever. However you describe yourself is how you describe yourself. I'm using the word angry. All right, it's early in the morning. I can't think of any other word. That's why. But anyways, your anger, whether it's anger or actual anger or not, I still think your feelings are valid, but I think it's kind of misguided as well. I think that you should, yes, indeed, tell Americans, white Americans or just Americans in general about how this affects you and your people, people in this Again, this country or this U.S. territory, right? And for those for some reason don't understand what I mean by U.S. territory, I mean anything that is, you know, I guess, quote unquote, U.S. territory, but it's not like one of the main states or cities of the United States. I don't know. Listen, I'm not your geography teacher. I'm sorry. (laughs) But hopefully you understand what I mean when I say that. You know, um, the the I think most of the focus should be guided. Uh, should be should, should, most of the anger or the focus in general needs to be toward the landlords. Needs to be to- toward the business owners. Needs to be toward the govern uh, the the government officials, the people who are affecting you the most directly especially your landlords, who the moment they see a white person walk by, they're like, well, rent is going up because this is this is a white person who either lives in this neighborhood, lives in this building, or can potentially move here. So you know what? I'm going to entice them by keeping this rent as low as possible for now and try to make this to be as appeasing for them because I know how to reel in white folks, right? Make them feel like they are, their presence is great, that you will, will show off the culture for them. Because we know white people love everybody's culture, right? So let's do all of that. And then as soon as they say, you know what, I'm going to move here. Oh, that's when the prices go up. That's how I can rake in more money. That's a landlord's thinking. That's not a white person's, well, it is a white person's thinking, but it's not the white person who move, who is moving into your neighborhood, who is moving into your country, your, your neck of the woods. 
if they are the resident, they're simply just moving there because they saw the rent was low enough when they first got there. They like the life, life of they, they, they livelihood or whatever. They go there, they visit there, whatever the case is. And they could afford it for the most part. And yeah, they can afford to live in the more expensive parts of the United States, but they're choosing not to because obviously they want to save more money. I mean, you it's 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 not rocket science. I buy cheaper phones because I don't want to spend a thousand dollars on the phone. Even if I can afford an a thousand dollar phone, I still don't want to buy that. So I buy I would buy a two hundred dollar phone. A $400 phone, a $800 phone, if I'm really feeling it, you know? I ain't doing all of that. This 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 phone you're, you're listening to right now is not a $800 phone. I actually got this for free for switching to Metro PCS. But <laughs> that's beside the point. The point is, This misguided anger, and I'm using anger once again, you could replace anger with whatever emotion that you truly feel. I don't know you, but I do see I'm only based I'm only basing my opinion on 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 what I see. Right. Whatever those emotions are, I think they are 100 percent at the, the TikTok videos that I see, the videos the now this videos that I see are 100 percent being misguided. I won't say 100%, 99% being misguided. Like I said, I think most of y'all shouldn't really need to focus on talking to the landlords and saying, how come when white people come around here, y'all want to raise the rent? And this isn't just for people of other countries or people of U.S. territories, this is for Americans as well. This advice is for Americans as well because it happens in America. And I'm inclined to believe it happens in every other European, every everywhere in the world, to be honest with you. Once a European walks in that person's, in that country, that area, the value, and they stay for a while, the value then automatically goes up. And they don't bring anything but their white skin and their white entitlement and and everything else that comes with whiteness, I guess, or everything that is perceived to come with whiteness. But typically, it's usually just the value of a white skin. I'm going to do an episode uh, in the future about hair not just being hair, but also skin color not just being skin color because of the way of the world. Again, I don't want to go too long about it. I got things to do today, so I can't really, you know, although I'm going to do three topics today, I'm not going to rush through the topics, but I also don't want to take forever on this episode. So I'm going to try to keep the rambling, although I'm rambling now, but I'm going to try to keep the rambling to a uh, minimum. All right. But y'all know me. I say that all the time. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. It's. The white folks are just doing what they do. Find an area that's cheaper. Go there. Live there. Because they get to save more money. (laughs) And and quite frankly, I don't blame them. I don't blame anybody for saying, hey, here's this cheaper area. 
it's pretty nice for a cheaper area. I'm going to live in this cheaper area because I can save more money living here in this nice, cheaper area. That's just intelligence to me. That's smart money spending. Simply because you can afford to live somewhere, as is the case with these white folks, oftentimes, just simply because they can afford to live in areas that you and I may not be able to afford to, doesn't mean that they all have to live in those areas. What should be done more is we need you, me, and everybody need to go at these landlords. If if these businesses, these grocery stores, these whatever, if they are increasing their costs because they see a white person come by and they're like, well, let's let's increase the cost of these things now, these goods that we sell now because white people can afford it and let's, you know, let's, let's raise the cross because white skin, right? Worth more than anything in the world. You need to take that up with the, the, the businesses and the business owners. And again, the politicians, your political leaders. If they're not doing things for you, the people of New Mexico, the people of Hawaii, the people of whatever country or U.S. territory. And you notice that things are going up because Americans are now moving toward your neck of the woods. Like I said, simply just telling people not to come there. Don't come there. Yeah, that's not, that's not, that's not the move. You're not making the, you're not making the gains that you, I guess, believe that you're making. Or you're not making the right moves that you believe that you're making. And (laughs) let me take a sip of this tea before I get on this point, because this next point. Mm. Now, let me go sit back down I got the tea a distance away from me by the way because it's cooling off at the table on the side of me so got to get up and walk there (laughs) but the irony of 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 Mexicans in New Mexico and people who pretty much immigrate or just come to the US the irony of them to make these arguments. I know it's not all of them, but it's still ironic that now they see the dangers of gentrification or now they see the dangers of them coming into predominantly other, other meaning other than themselves, neighborhoods or the, the, the dangers of people coming into Outsiders, let me put it that way, coming into their neighborhoods and using up the resources, (laughs) taking up the homes, 
they see that when it affects them. But when Black Americans been saying that's an issue, they've been called xenophobic. All this other stuff, right? You know, even racist, although we can't be. But we've been called that. We've been called xenophobic. But now it's affecting you. And now all of a sudden, now you see the issue. And this is where, this is what I was talking about earlier when I said, I'm all about fairness. Listen, if y'all going to make this argument, again, I'm not saying, like I stated moments, moments ago, I think the, the, uh, the feelings that they have, whether it's anger or not, that they have are valid. I think it's valid. I think, but I just think the majority of the time it's very misguided. One, you simply getting on a TikTok video and then now this taking that TikTok video and making it their own viral video is not going to get people, telling people not to come there is not going to get people, especially white folks to say, oh, I shouldn't come there. Americans in general are just going to be like, I can do what I want. I can go where I want. If I want to go to New Mexico City, if I want to go to Hawaii, if I want to go to this place, that place, I will go there. If I want to go to Jamaica, if I want to, I will go there. And this might be an entitled American saying this, but they're right. Any, 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 anybody is right to say, if I want to spend my money and go visit this place, I can do that. If I want to spend my money and live in this place, I can do that. I don't think that's wrong. Again, this might be coming from some entitled American. That This might be the most entitled thing I've ever said on this platform or just in general to some folks. It, calling me entitled is not going to make me see the error of that way. I don't think it's an error in general. You can't see the error of your ways if you don't think something is an error in the first place. I think... You should talk to your landlords. I think you should talk to the business owners. I think you should talk to the people who are in power who claim to represent you. If they're really about people and not profit, you should bring that to their doorsteps. Instead of telling people, whites or not, from America, not to come to your country, your U.S. territory, city, or whatever, because them doing so is raising the rent. It's raising the cost of living. It's raising the uh, price of goods. Okay, again, valid emotions, a valid point misguided anger nobody is coming to these areas with the purpose maybe white folks because you know how to get down but i can assure you other americans aren't coming to these areas with the purpose of just causing financial turmoil for y'all 
they're simply coming there because they saw something that they enjoyed about it, or it could have been the fact that there's low rent there and the cost of living here in America is crazy. They're coming there because they, they want to get whatever they can get from that, whether that be lower rent, whether that be maybe the weather over there is, is nicer than it is here in New England, right? Whether it's, you know, something else. But they're not coming over with this, I'm going to <clears throat> purposely raise the rent with my presence over here. Because I know I, it, it'll happen. Not to give white people bail, but I think a number of them still are super oblivious to how gentrification works or what it really is. The irony, because it's a word that they made up in a system that they made up, you know, it's, it's, it's all their language. It's all their style of doing things. But I just think, but just like how racism is, I think a lot of them just don't understand it because it doesn't happen to them. Not saying all, there are white neighborhoods that do get gentrified by wealthier whites. There are like poor, lower income white neighborhoods and wealthier whites find out that this is a lower income neighborhood. And then they move there once again, because they're like, I can save more money moving here than living in the nicer neighborhood. They move there. The price get the 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 landlords of these lower income neighborhoods sees that they're like, oh wow, this person makes a hundred thousand dollars a year compared to this this resident here that only makes twenty three thousand dollars a year. I'm still going to raise the rent. Soon as more six figure um, folks move here because the rent is cheaper. I'm going to raise the rent, which is going to drive the lower income folks out. Again, this happens in not just black neighborhoods, but it does primarily black neighborhoods. But in white lower income places as well. The point is, I still don't believe white folks understand the magnitude of gentrification. And it could be that some just don't care. They're selfish like that, where it's like, I only care about my own well-being, my own, I don't, I don't give a damn if these people can't afford it. Go to school, go to college, get a well-paying job. You know, you know, the usual stuff, get, get your education, get this, get that, get all this other stuff, right? Stuff that costs money to get, because it's not free. I worked my tail off to get X, Y, and Z. Yeah, with that slave inheritance money. Mm, okay. But anyways, let's not make it about let's not make it about white on white gentrification. <laughs> let's stick to the topic at hand. I'm about to wrap up this topic uh this this topic anyways. But the the irony, right? As I was saying before, black folks have been saying the same thing. So I don't want to hear any Mexican. I don't want to hear anybody else for that matter scream xenophobia to a black person when they're saying, hey, you moving here is making it harder for us financially as well. 
because not only are you getting resources, you're taking away the resources that are meant for us or meant for the folks in this neighborhood. Hell, if we're really being honest, even Latin Latin Americans have that same mentality toward other Latin uh, Latin Latinos. I've seen it recently. We were in these neighborhoods before y'all immigrated here or y'all moved, decided to move here. Yet these resources that are meant for us are being toward y'all. They try to keep it silent, but I see it. I see it. But all in all, like I said, to reiterate, once again, I think that the concerns that these folks have, if you are one of them or whoever, right? I think there are valid concerns, no doubt. But the, the, it's misguided. Making videos, TikToks about it. Allowing now this to make videos about it so they could do their edits and fact checks and stuff. I'm not dissing now this. I, I like their platform. Um, it's just what I'm saying here is making videos about this situation is not going to do anything other than get people's viral numbers up. Now, if, we, if someone's goal is to get viral sensation and then somehow monetize that so they can get out of poverty or be able to pay the rising cost of rent, that, I mean, it's a plan, but it seems more selfish because your viral, unless you plan on paying other people's rent with that money, which I don't think your little viral, maybe a thousand dollar check it's not going to be able to pay everybody's rent, rising rent. I just don't think that's the case. Unless the rent is being risen by five cents a nickel, then uh, maybe. But, you know, if your goal is, let me just make this video complaining about Americans coming here. And, it, and they use, they really mean white Americans. But, you know, these are the same folks who who will fill out white on papers, on documents, but also aspire to be white. So they can't, they know they can't say white Americans. So they just say Americans in general. But the reason why I kept bringing up white Americans, because black folks, black folks move into New Mexico or Hawaii or all these other places. First of all, we'd get turned down. And y'all would, y'all would, y'all, y'all would be okay with that. The landlords and stuff, they're not, no Negritos is going over there. They're not going. We're not going to be accepted. Call it what it is. It's white Americans going to these places. Granted, when white, when Americans in general, white or not, do visit these places, yes, prices tend to go up. But the same thing here happens with an All Star Weekend, whenever. A sporting event has All-Star Weekend, whether that be the NBA or MLB. Whatever that city that they're having All-Star Weekend in, that whole week, prices are, are crazy. Because they know a bunch of people, especially white folks, are going to be coming from out of town and spending money. But 
the difference between that and again what I was saying before, if black folks was like, hey, there's a bunch of land over here in New Mexico that is cheap, let's all go over here. The I'm uh, landlords, residences, and, and I'm saying New Mexico because that's the last example that I saw. This could apply to any other place outside of the traditional U.S. land, right? I guess. But if black folks started to say, hey, let's do that, hmm. Other than probably Caribbean places or any nation in Africa, maybe, I don't know. Go to a European or non-black territory around the world. If black folks were to start with the whole, yeah, uh, we feel, we, we, there's some cheap land over here. Let's go. The residents, the landlords, and the government officials will all say, no way, no way, Jose, in whatever language they speak. They'll say that. They're not saying it to white folks because, again, these are folks who value whiteness. Higher than they value their own skin color, their own people or just anybody else in the world. That's why I made a point to mention, it's white Americans that's causing y'all to have the issues. It's not all Americans. But white Americans aren't going there with the sole purpose of raising raising the, the rent. They're going there because the rent is cheaper and they want to save money. It's your Mexican landlords that are raising the rent on Mexicans. It's your Hawaiian landlords that are raising the rent on Hawaiians. It's your whatever nationality of landlords and politicians that are making the cost of living higher and harder for the very people who are of their nationality. These are the people, it's the business people that are raising the cost of the products that they sell, who share the same nationality. These are the people you really need to guide that anger you have for. That energy needs to be spent toward them, not white folks, not Americans. Yes, you can tell folks and inform the white folks especially, or just even if it is happening with all Americans and not just white Americans who go there, you can inform us on what is happening when we move to your country or when we move to your neck of the woods. But ultimately, it's telling folks not to come there is... The irony of it is, again, when Americans, whether black Americans or white Americans say that, we're, we're xenophobic. But you can't be xenophobic telling us not to move to somewhere cheaper. Because we don't like the cost of living here. Yeah, get on the politicians. And uh, someone's going to say things like, oh, well, you know, how come you're not telling? 
it's the same advice I'd have for Americans when they say stuff like that. I understand where it's all coming from, but we really just need to, honestly, we need to get at the, the, the landlords. It's the same thing I say to black Americans, all Americans. Let's get on the landlords. I've been telling family all the time, been living in the same neighborhood for pretty much all of, at least all of my life, right? All of the years that I've been living, they've been living in the same, that same neighborhood. Rent's constantly going up. I'm like, y'all are the OGs of this neighborhood. Why, why are you not like making a fuss about this stuff? You know? Because more whites and more others done moved in. And the rent just kept going, going up and up and up. You got to talk to the landlords at the end of the day. You know? So, there's that. But uh, that was that topic here. <clears throat> We'll take a quick commercial break, and then we'll get into the next topic. Stay tuned. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about a, a dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast right after that you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast once again go over subscribe to the my two cents podcast new episodes every monday just like this podcast now let's get back to the show all right we back with topic number two and I was looking through my notes when I uh, was on my little commercial break. By the way, I actually take breaks for those who want to know, you know, so I guess pre-production. Is it pre-production? No. In between the scenes, you know, behind the scenes stuff. That's what it's called. But yeah, I actually do take breaks. I don't just say, hey, is there a commercial break? And then continue on. I actually take a break. They're not usually timed. <laughs> It's just, okay, I'm ready to get back when I'm ready to get back. Anyways, that's just a bit about what goes on here. You know, the production of the Ernest Thoughts podcast. Not the most highly produced show, but still, there's work that gets put into it. So anyways, I mentioned that because as I was looking through my notes, I saw this topic. 
<laughs> that I remember that I wrote down for this episode here. People going to take it however they want to take it, just like with everything that I say. I can put as many disclaimers as I want, as I typically usually do, even though when I tell myself I'm not going to continue doing disclaimers, I still feel like I have to. Maybe because it's just me being me, I'm used to doing that, or it I don't know, but... I'm not going to say I'm not going to put disclaimers here because the disclaimer here is this, like many of the other topics are not coming from many of the other topics discussed on this podcast in general, aren't coming from a place of hatred or trying to belittle people, demean, whatever the case is. But I think conversations once again need to be had with the opinions that I have about whatever the topic is this is yet another situation you know for those who actually listen to this podcast and you either listen to it full and through or maybe you only listen to the last segment or the last topic and then you listen to that topic full and through from the beginning of the last topic to the end to the outro you know that my outro is what it is for this podcast. I'm not going to say here because for the folks who don't listen to this podcast full and through, why? <laughs> I know they can be lengthy. I know people have things to do, but you can always go back. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Anyways, <clears throat> you know, the intro is what it is and you know, pretty much my intro is to let everybody who is a listener know that I appreciate them um, and that they are loved, that they they matter in the world, right? It's pretty much a all lives matter without saying those cringy words, you know, and actually meaning it instead of just saying it simply because I want to deflect from somebody saying Black Lives Matter, right? I would never do that, by the way. That's not how I get down. But that's pretty much my outro. It's to let every all lives know that you matter in this world, right? There's nothing wrong with with saying all lives matter. It's the intent behind it. That's the problem. Now... That discussion is discussions I've already had in the past on this podcast. I don't feel like discussing that further in future episodes, so I'm not going to bring that up. Just go back and listen to older episodes. But I brought that up before here because I want to let people know that this has nothing to do with me being... I'm not transphobic, but this isn't some transphobic type of uh, argument that I'm making right here, you know? But as I stated in the past as well, not just with the trans community, but the LGBTQIA community as a whole, when y'all don't set parameters you allow yourself and you just become this community that literally accepts everybody from pedophiles to 
people with mental disorders, cleared mental disorders that need the help but aren't seeking the help, the actual help, not some some electroshock therapy and other BS help that's made to, uh, you know, physically harm people until they their brain is mush or until they they give up who they are because they don't want to experience said physical pain anymore that's not help I'm talking about real actual help that's not going to get them to eliminate who they are but it is going to give them answers to maybe some of the questions they've had about their own identity that they didn't get answered because for whatever reasons and because they didn't because we're human beings we seek answers if we don't tend to get the answers that we for the questions that we seek we tend to try to justify whatever with our own reasoning and oftentimes that's not the best course of action you know because we need those answers so then we go and seek those answers for ourselves with some form of justification so with that being said to all the folks out there who are claiming to identify as animals whether it be a cat or a dog or a wolf or you know a rabbit i love rabbits i love bunnies favorite animal in the world giraffes is another one right I think that's a mental disorder. Now that that's that's going to come out as very insulting to to some folks. That might be a situation where people be like, "But you don't think transgender is a mental disorder? How can this is a mental disorder, but not transgender is a?" That's because A transgendered person is still a human being. They're not. They're not trans species. You know, uh, uh, someone who was assigned the gender of a male at birth, and if they decide that they want to uh, live the life of a female, of a woman, right? It, they didn't say, "I want to live the life of a female dog or a female cat." You know, a female giraffe. They, they wanted to still live the life of a female female human being and vice versa if if you know the 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 uh, gender assigned assignments at birth were switched in that same situation the person is still wants to identify as a human being but just not as the gender that was assigned to them at birth that to me makes a whole lot more sense I can't identify with those feelings because I still identify as a man because that's who I am but to me it's what others have experienced still makes a whole lot more sense than somebody who was identified as a human being at birth essentially whether that be a boy or a girl man or a woman male or female It still makes a a lot more sense than someone who was born a human being saying, I identify as a cat. 
when science, yes, I'm bringing science into this, science, when science says that human beings can only make human beings, that's another reason as to why I don't really, people could bring up science again about, you know, transgenderism, but person is still a human being. Science says two human beings that come together or a male and a female that come together, a male and female human being that comes together makes another human being. That's what science says. Science does not say a male and a female human being that comes together makes a dog, a cat, a bunny, rabbit, giraffe, you might grow up to be as tall as, you know, and a people nickname you giraffe. I don't think you will ever be as tall as one. That is insanely tall. But you can not you might be tall enough and you will have skinny legs like a giraffe. You might be cute and cuddly like a bunny. You might be ferocious like a dog. You might be as sly and mysterious as a cat. You might be as stinky as a skunk. But guess what? <laughs> the, these these traits do not make you any of those animals. They make you a human being that can be described oddly as these animals or share, I guess, personality traits with these animals. But that does not necessarily make you one of them. Now, I know, again, people are going to listen to this and say, again, human beings. I'm speaking on the aspect of human beings, and I'm speaking on the aspects of species, right? Human beings and animals, right? There are things that we can do as human beings that animals clearly cannot, and vice versa. So... That to me is a clear indication of one cannot simply just change species or be of one species because evolution was a thing, I guess, you know, but one cannot simply just be of one species and then claim have the same, you know, features of the livelihood, like actually look like one. But then start getting masks and, and 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 all this other stuff that a raccoon will wear, right? But now you're wearing raccoon mask and you're like, I'm a raccoon. Are you digging through people's trash? No, you going to Starbucks and you getting your favorite coffee. Raccoons don't do that. A lot of these folks like I said it just seems that it just screams that there is if it's not a really 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 like good troll job it just screams there's some screws missing up there and we should we should want to know what's going on in these people's heads I'm not doing interviews right now but honestly if somebody was serious and I and I might even even include this in this podcast here but if someone was serious enough to say hey 
I am, well, I guess something, right? Not someone. Because when you're an animal, you're a thing. You're not a, you're not a, you're not a person. Yeah, you might treat animals like people. You have people out there who treat their pets like, you know, a human part of their families. You have groups like PETA that's, that will say treat animals like X, Y, and Z. Like, like you treat, like you should treat a human. But they also treat humans like shit. So it's like, so then you're saying treat animals like crap. Essentially. But anyways. If something, because I'm going to respect your pronoun. If something were to hit me up somehow, right? Somebody who identifies as a skunk. And they say, listen, I heard your segment and I want to let you know that this is a very real thing. I want to come on your show and tell the listeners that this is a very real thing and educate you and the listeners on this thing. I'm not taking interviews right now, but I definitely will say yes (laughs) to that something, whether it be a skunk or a hippopotamus, a cat a giraffe, a bunny, a crocodile even, a alligator even, a shark, a fox. My first question would be, what does the fox actually say? <laughs> but nah. Um, I would, here's why I would entertain that. So I could say the things that I'm saying here to them. Um, ask them the questions but also if they want to display themselves like that people are going to be like you're making a spectacle you're making a spectacle of them if I'm making a spectacle of them then I can see why 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 you would say that and there's a part of me that's like maybe you are and that's that's messed up but also there's a part where it's like You got to expose people. Someone, when I, I don't know how true this is. I I hope to God that it isn't. But people were saying that there's a school in Illinois, right? Let me go on my Twitter mentions. Let's see. Uh, But there's a school in Illinois. I believe it was Illinois. Where... There are students, or just people in general, but I guess students, who identify as a cat. And because these students identify as cat, they installed litter boxes within the bathrooms. Now, I guess they have litter boxes in, like, the male and female bathroom so if someone identifies as a male cat they would obviously use the <laughs> litter boxes in the male bathrooms and you know vice versa if a woman if a, if, if, if a girl or a woman or female teacher decides that they identify as a cat they would go into the woman's bathroom or the girl's bathroom and use the litter boxes. It's not Illinois, sorry. It's it's Pennsylvania. 
So there's a tweet by Ali Ma, Melania 2. And their tweet says, So I guess in certain districts in PA, there are kids that are identifying as cats. So they have to put a litter box in all the bathrooms in all the schools. My mind is blown. And then they show the mind. They have the mind blown emoji. Apparently they heard that from a friend's family member who is a principal of one of the schools. Again, this is happening in Pennsylvania, not Illinois. My, I, I quote tweeted that tweet and I put, I'd quit, right? I put that. Someone responded, Sunsurf, Sunsurf 318 responded with, good, I wish for these opportunities. If this happened close to me, I'd eat prunes for a week, dress up as a mommy kitty, tits and all and I'd use that damn thing sometimes it takes ridiculous actions to expose a ridiculous action don't get mad get funny so what Sunsurf was saying to me essentially was if that situation were to happen to them they would play on it and they would play on the ridiculousness of it in their words and once people started, essentially what, what Sunsurf is, is is predicting or hoping to happen was people will call out their ridiculousness and say, hey, you're being crazy. You're acting. You, you, what are you doing? You're not really a cat. And then the, at that moment, Sunsurf is going to likely going to be like, hey, if so-and-so can identify as a cat, if this person can identify as a cat, how come I can't do that? What's wrong with me? Now, again, that's the slippery slope where you have individuals, once again, who use the argument against transgendered folks who will say that, oh, well, I'm going to just put on a dress and go into the girl's bathroom, the woman's bathroom. Well, I identify as a woman. Again, people's motives. People have these crazy motives that animals, although animals are pretty messed up toward one another and people. I don't think animals have the mental capacity to think like that. Humans do, though. And that's why we're treating the situations different. That's why I view transgendered humans different than someone who claims to be trans species. And y'all know I'm, I'm against transracial as well. So it's not all trans lives that matter. Technically, just transhuman lives. Transhuman gendered lives. Let me put it that way, because transracial is still a transhuman life. But that stuff doesn't matter to me and it's not and it's not real to me. You can feel however you want to feel, it's not real. Saw another example of someone claiming to be some white woman who darkened her skin, uh, got a bunch of weave in her hair, and she did some. She got a crazy amount of boob job, right? Claiming that she she looked like Trisha Paytas when Trisha Paytas did blackface, but 
Trisha Paytas. And by the way, Trisha Paytas is not identifying as trans anymore. I just want y'all to know that. Uh, she just recently got married to her man and she's identified as a white woman, a cisgendered white woman. So there goes that. But just want to update y'all on that because I did talk about Trisha Paytas in the past when she claimed she was transgender, right? Yeah. Anyways, uh, but this woman looked as goofy as Trisha Paytas did when she did blackface. But this woman has like had like a weave or, you know, some crazy yarn in her hair and called it her, you know, hair, right? Whereas Trisha Paytas continued on having blonde hair, but just pretty much was doing blackface, black boobs and, you know, skin and all that shit, right? But anyway... I've made the arguments of why that's fake, transracial is fake, trans, and, and now I'm making the argument why trans species is, is, is not real. Again, a human being has the mental capacity, even though you, you and I would think that it is crazy or ridiculous, a mental being, a, a mental being, a human being has the mental capacity am I even a mental being but not a human being has the mental capacity to make up stuff like this animals do not that's a clear indication that you are not the cat that you think you are and for those who are like how do you do you don't know what a cat thinks you don't know this is why science is important uh, although you know people use science as a way to uh, either cause harm to other people or to fool people science in itself is still important when used the right way it's, 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 it's another thing that got turned into a tool of harm just like a lot of things out there but that doesn't mean that when used in a correct in its purest form that it, it, it that it's harmful science will tell you clearly a cat does not have the same mental capacity as a human being and no other animal has that mental capacity and that right there is proof enough that a human being who makes a tiktok video of them wearing fur wearing a this is not furries we're not talking about that because they know that they're human beings they're just it's you know it's whatever they do i'm not a furry i can't explain that no i'm not disrespecting them i'm just saying i'm not that so get an explanation on what a furry is but i'm pretty sure once they take that stuff off they're back to living the human existence that they lived before they put on the costume right so these individuals though like I said they will instead of going all out and being like I'm a cat I'm going to go first of all cats can't shop again they can't shop for their own food but let's just say this human being who identifies as a cat goes to the grocery store and uh, they, they, they don't never go to the human food section right they go to the pet food section <laughs> And they get all this cat food and catnip and all that stuff, right? 
They don't never, sh- they're not shopping, they're not doing that and getting that food and eating out of bowls and doing what cats do. And no, you you gonna see these MFers at Starbucks buying overpriced, overhyped coffee, enjoying the free Wi-Fi, living a life as a douchey human being. Do you see cats doing that at Starbucks? Do you see dogs doing that? Even if it is a Starbucks that allows them. Are you seeing a dog just sitting there typing on a laptop? Drinking up whatever pumpkin pumpkin spice macchiato (laughs) grande drink that they got going on over there. Do you see them doing that? No. Do you think dogs have the capacity, literal capacity? To go up to a Starbucks, make an order, get their drink, sit down, work on whatever blog or act like they typing up stuff or whatever they doing on their laptops, right? To show off their $50 billion Apple Apple laptops. I'm one to talk because I got two. But that's beside the point. You're not going to see me at Starbucks and you're not going to see me identifying as an animal. Now, people can say things like spirit animal or, you know, they... I got that dog in me, but like, <laughs> that don't mean I'm an actual dog though. Like that doesn't mean, that just means that I, like I was saying before, there are traits of, of animals, just like animals can have human traits. You ever seen cats get sad or animals get sad or people say animals get happy and they, they defend loved ones or they show compassion or traits that humans have. I'm not saying that these things do not happen. There's clear examples that we have these commonalities amongst the two different species, human beings, homo sapiens, and animals. But that doesn't mean we're the same. These people who are identifying as cats for whatever reason, might like drinking milk a lot or might like tuna fish a lot. I like tuna fish. I love tuna fish. Uh, you ain't gonna see me talking about some mama cat. You ain't gonna see me walk into a bathroom and, and be like, where's the litter box? And you wanna know another thing? Animals will poop and piss anywhere. <laughs> If you don't give them guidance on where they should, they need to poop and piss. If you're living like that as a human being, you're just disgusting. That doesn't make you an animal. That means you're disgusting. But if you're claiming to identify as a cat, and but then when you go to the bathroom, you, the human part of your brain tells you to go to the toilet and do whatever you're going to do. That's another clear indication that you're a human being. You're not a cat. You're not a dog. You're not a giraffe. Stop it. And again, I don't want to make it seem as though I'm belittling these folks. I think these folks, if they're not trolling, they are. not well off in the head I'm sorry and they need the proper help that they deserve 
Another response that I have, and this will be the last response, uh, but the last response that I got, um, you know, on on that post when I said that I I'll quit if <laughs> I'll quit if um, like a student at a school that I worked at was like I identify as a cat now again I I come across students or came across students who clearly are transgendered and I respect respect that and respect them for it I'm not quitting because of that but if some student was like I need to use the bathroom and I said okay Jimmy go ahead but Jimmy says well there's no litter boxes in that bathroom and my response is well because there are toilets there for you to use the bathroom Jimmy and they're like but I'm a cat I don't use toilets I use litter boxes and I am forced to accept Jimmy's newfound identity for whatever reason I will simply just say, you know what? I don't think I'm the teacher for this job. I'm out. Now, that's an extreme situation, of course. And part of my response was me being uh, dramatic and all that. But a response that I got to that was, I would quit too because I'm allergic to cats. That's why. Not because this student identifies as a cat, but because this woman claims to be allergic to cats or says that she's allergic to cats. Now, people's tolerance levels are different, and I'll never try to force someone to have the same type of tolerance level or, I guess, lack of tolerance that I have. But I think this is, yet again, another situation to where if you... And this was a white woman and white women or just white folks in general tend to try to be accepting of everything because they don't want to not seem they don't want to seem like racist or ignorant or whatever. I'm here to tell you anybody out there. Why not you not accepting mental, clear mental illness does not mean that you are an ignorant person it means that you are not going to sit around and allow somebody to continue to live a life of you're not going to sit around and, and watch someone who clearly needs help and and not want that person to get the help and just sit around and say everything is fine when everything is clearly not fine. And again, I'm not talking about transgendered folks. These are human beings at the end of the day. And I see no nothing wrong with a human being saying, this is how I feel inside. This is how I feel like I identify inside of this is how I should look on the inside. Because... 
we do it all the time. People who are, you know, cisgender do it all the time when we have a specific look for ourselves. I'm a man. Like I said, I identify as a man, born a man, male, identify as all that. But I want to have a specific look for myself. I feel better when I look a certain way. When I cut my locks, like now, at these moments now, I feel like, I feel like I was more myself when my hair was longer, when I had my locks. That's why I'm so adamant on getting my hair back to that because I felt more of myself. Growing up, I've always wanted longer hair, a lot of hair. I never not, not, not wanted to be who I got male, but I've always wanted a specific look for myself. And because of that, as I got older, I strove to make the changes I needed for my for my for myself to get the to, to get that desired look. It's what human beings do. Cats, dogs, giraffes, rabbits, hippopotamuses, porcupines, skunks, squirrels, chipmunks, raccoons, birds. Any animal you could think of. Alligators, monkeys. You think they're caring about their appearance. When you see dogs dressed up in an ugly Cosby sweater or a rain suit, that dog did not pick out that outfit. That dog does not give a damn. That dog did not say, okay, it's raining outside. Let me put my little rain booties on. No. animals don't care about their appearances which again is another proof that these people who identify as whatever animal claim it's it's all BS because you can tell they are they're specifically picking a specific look for how they want to present themselves out in the world That's caring about your appearance. That is a human trait. Oh my God. You're a human being. You might do weird shit like drink milk out of bowls. You might really like tuna, right? You might really like to, I don't know, play fetch with your mouth for some reason. I did take a <laughs> let me not but that doesn't make you an animal right? it just makes you a human being with animal like traits and I'm pretty sure if dogs could catch with their paws like if you probably could train a dog to catch with its paws it probably would be able to do so rather than catch things with its mouth but they do so because that's the obviously the more convenient way of a dog because they need their front paws so they can be able to run and catch whatever or to go over and fetch whatever, right? You know? If I go on and on and on, I'm going to waste time. <laughs> I just wanted to let that stuff be clear. These folks need help. If they're not trolling, they need help. Now, if you are trolling, p- 
please stop. Like, the joke has gone on. You fooled people. Ha 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 ha. You fooled me. You got me. You caught me red-handed. You got us. All right, now stop the joke and go back to being the boring, non-funny individual that you were before you put on this suit. And that you still were when you had the suit on. Alright. We're gonna take another break and then we'll get into the last topic. Stay tuned. All right. So back with the final topic of this episode and yeah, we've got to talk about it. The queen, the queen is dead or y'all's queen really. Um because I she wasn't my queen. I typically refer to her as just Elizabeth. Um but one I don't want to say the things I'm going to say here and just refer to her as Elizabeth. For one, there's two, there's it's a lot of Elizabeths, the Elizabeths out there in the world. And I don't want anybody named Elizabeth or who knows an Elizabeth get upset and think that I'm referring to that Elizabeth. Also, um, I have a former neighbor who is named Elizabeth and her family still lives in that store. So I don't want them. <laughs> I don't want them hearing me say the name and think I'm referring to her, you know, shout out to that Elizabeth and shout out to all the other Elizabeths in the world. Not this Elizabeth that I'm talking about, but the other ones out there past or present, you know? Uh, yeah. Living or not is what I'm saying. Now, um, what do I got to say about this? I mean, (laughs) if you're expecting me to, I guess, take the quote unquote Christian route and uh, say, hey, all is forgiving. Hey, I've turned the other cheek. Hey, she's going to heaven. Hey, (laughs) I want to go to heaven. I I do want to go to heaven, you know, whatever, you know, that may be to you or whatever. I do. Trust me. I want salvation and all that. But there's a side of me that's like, I'm not going to fake the funk. And I'd rather be real in this earth and have to deal with the consequences of being real later on, or even on this planet, than to Again, fake the funk and whatever. Now, people can say, well, if you don't have anything nice, don't say anything. And I can respond back with, well, if you don't like what I'm about to say, don't listen to the podcast or don't listen to this segment. It's 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 a, it's a two-way street. It's my podcast. I can talk about what I want to talk about. It's your prerogative to listen to this podcast and you can listen to whatever you want to listen to. You can listen to podcasters. That's not going to drag Queen Elizabeth's the second name in the mud. Who's not going to bring up 
colonialism, who's not going to bring up the stolen goods that she possessed, the incest, (laughs) the everything disgusting, the, again, the colonizing, the destruction that the country that she she was she's just sat over although she is people and white people love doing this especially but people in general are going to say well she had no hand in what was going on because she didn't physically order <clears throat> the government officials to go around and colonize the countries that they did the places, the people that they did. Just because she didn't do anything about it, I mean, just because she didn't order that to happen doesn't mean that she, her hands are not bloody as well. Her and just others involved in that situation, their hands aren't bloody as well. So with that being said, and sorry, I was distracted by a call, but with that being said, no, I'm not going to show any love for her, love for Charles, love for any of those folks involved in that situation. People going to bring up Meghan Merkel. I don't care. I think for her to put herself through a situation like that, if you want my quick thoughts on Meghan Merkel, I think it's evident that they don't they don't want her to be a part of the family and she is choosing to stay there, maybe because of her love for Harry. And that's fine. I'm not saying she should leave Harry because his family members are trash, but if he's going to continue to be a part of that life and she's going to continue to be a part of that life, that is the, the, the situation she is going to put herself in. So that's, that's all I got to say about that. But as far as queen Elizabeth, The second, nah, you're not getting, you're not, ain't no rest in peace from me. Not this podcast. Ain't no, well, if you, and if you are someone who talk mess about Nipsey Hussle when he was murdered, Talked mess about Kevin Samuels when it was announced that he died. Talked mess about Kobe Bryant. Talked mess about any other celebrity that you don't personally like when they passed away. You're the last person to be trying to tell anybody to view Queen Elizabeth or not say anything mean about Queen Elizabeth. Now, I believe I'm putting it very lightly because I really don't care much to spend 
a half an hour or even 20 minutes <laughs> talking about Queen Elizabeth. But what I do want to do is play a video of an African man who pretty much sums up why he feels the way he feels about Queen Elizabeth II. A lot of what he said is a lot of how I feel, but he says it in a much more intelligent way. I'm going to play the video. I hope that you are able to understand what he is saying. There are subtitles on the video, and I will do my best to remember to include this video and the other video I referenced earlier before in the description box below. So you can watch it yourself and see it and hear it yourself if the audio isn't coming through the best. But with that being said, let me hit play. It will be wrong of me to leave this mic without saying to Britain and everybody else who care. We do not mourn the death of a colonizer and a murderer who came and killed our people and she's wearing proudly a stolen coat on her head. We have nothing to do with the queen. But again, there's subtitles, so you can read what he's saying at this moment. But when Helen Zille tweeted and said that not everything is bad about colonialism, you all said Helen Zille is a racist. How can she praise colonialism? By mourning and praising the queen, you are celebrating colonialism. You are not different from Helen Zille. We were not colonized by the land called Britain. We were colonized by the leadership of Britain that killed our people. So we must not be asked to do wrong things here. We are very clear. The Queen does not represent anything good. Britain has got a lot of gold, yet they don't have a single mine of gold. Those are stolen goods. We must talk about reparation. We must talk about the return of the gold. We must talk about the return of the stolen diamond and not these other side issues which are not important to us. How can you be oppressed for so many years? After liberation, you've got nothing to show that we have been liberated. You have no land, you have got no bank, you've got no mine. The only thing you have is a hatred of other Africans. It was this queen who gave us surnames, by the way. This Britain, we did not have surnames. We... All right. So there, there's probably a second part to that clip, but I can't find it. But again, if I do find it, I will leave it in the description box below. Hopefully you understood what he was saying. I'm going to paraphrase it. And again, check the description box below and, and, and uh, check the video out. What this brother was saying was he's not mourning the death of the queen because she is a colonizer. 
And although that, as I was saying before, although she may not have directed the people of Britain to do what they did to many of the nations in Africa and many other places around the globe, she sat by and allowed it to happen. The queen has influence, whether you believe it or not. To sit there, and if that wasn't the case, the king and the queen, if, if that wasn't the case, then why are we, we as in y'all, but why, why are people celebrating them? Oh, because it's royalty. If they were to say something like, hey, I think you're doing something. If the queen, if Queen Elizabeth, after all those years of sitting on her throne, what was it, 70 plus years or so? If she were to say, hey, you're doing something wrong to these human beings, I need you to stop doing that. I am 100% sure Britain would have, they probably wouldn't have liked it, but they would have listened to what the queen or king at the time said because they don't want to disrespect the royalty. But she didn't say anything. Nobody said that when her father was in charge, when her father was the king, before she became the queen. Father, husband. <laughs> but no, before. Nothing was said. These people sat on their thrones, literally. Wearing the stolen goods from these African nations. And did nothing and said nothing. And yet you have white folks telling people not to be disrespectful about it. White folks claiming, well, it's not her fault, but she did nothing about it. But that's the ultimate white people excuse. I didn't do it myself, so it's not all of us. I didn't enslave people, so why should I have to pay for reparations, even though it's not coming out of your fucking check? And I was trying not to cuss this episode. I did pretty well actually to only cuss twice or two cuss words but it was warranted here and I'm learning and I'm improving clearly as you can hear you know and this brother was asking for reparations as well so it's not just some angry loudmouth black American male like me asking for it there's people all over the globe demanding for reparations from the European nations that oppressed them, took their their resources, their riches. He made a point as well that I totally agree with. I'm paraphrasing, of, of course, but again, you go check it out. He made the point saying that he, that not, not just him, but other Africans in general, not just in his African nation, but in, in general in Africa. They they claim to be liberated, right? There are, claims that, there are claims that liberation happened, but there is nothing to show from this liberation. The, the gold that was stolen is not there, although there is gold mines in Africa, but now not gold mines in Europe and or, or Britain. How do you get gold at a place where there are no gold mines. You steal it from places where there are gold mines. 
where people actually mined those golds, those diamonds, those other uh, precious, you know, jewels and metals. If you don't have the resources in your country, how do you explain it was get it's it's found it just fell, fell from the sky and it just landed in Great Britain? No. But he was saying like the 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 gold, the other resources, and everything that comes that should come with actual liberation. We don't even have these things. Y'all have these things. Y'all have the resources that we have when we were actually liberated before you got us and, and fleeced us. And that's why we're demanding for reparations. We want all of our stuff back. And I agree. Because that's how I feel about here in America as well. But again, I'm not going to go too much into it because that's <laughs> this man within the, uh, how long is that video? Probably like a minute or so, two minutes, two minutes and 20 seconds, right? Or at least this first clip, uh, it's, it's, it's clear to me at least that he spoke longer than that, but I can't find the other clips for right now. I would like to because that brother was spitting. But, you know, what he said, even within the first two minutes and 20 seconds, is what I agree with wholeheartedly. Um, and, you know, this is why you're not going to see me shed a tear. Not even shed a, 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 a dead skin follicle, I guess. <laughs> For Queen Elizabeth II. If you feel a way about it, if you are a subscriber and you're like, you can't, this was the, this comment or this segment was the one that made you decide, okay, I can't, I can't listen to him anymore. I'm unsubscribing. <laughs> All right, so be it. Hey, if this is like, okay, I've been listening to him for quite some time and this is the thing that made me want to subscribe, welcome. If none of that happens, cool. What I want to do is, like I said at the beginning, get my thoughts off and keep it real. Not going to say that I feel a certain way when I don't. Simple as that. That's that. Got everything off my chest in a timely manner. I've got things to do today. So <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening. If you listen, this has been another episode of Ernest Thoughts Podcast with your host, Ernest, or you love Ernest and God, different name. Timestamps in the description box below per usual. Listen to, hopefully you listen to all of it, but if you just listen to the first second, the third segment, it's greatly appreciated either way. If you are not subscribed, please hit that subscribe. So you can hear this podcast on a weekly basis every Monday. Monday mornings to be exact, but every Monday. Give this podcast a rating. If you are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere where you can rate podcasts, because I know there's a lot of platforms, podcast platforms that are implementing ratings. Please give it a rating. 
preferably the highest rating, but you know, it's your choice. I would appreciate the rating. These things help out. Not only does it let me know what I need to improve upon if there are things or what I'm doing well, but it lets the platform knows that people aren't just playing the podcast just to play it. They're actually engaging with it as well. And doing that will make them want to promote the podcast more because they're not only just getting numbers, but they're getting engagements as well. People who actually care enough to want to share their thoughts on it. So there's that aspect of it. Check out the links in the description box below for Ernest Thoughts Podcast merch if you want. It's getting cold out here. <laughs> Get real chilly. So hoodies will be back in, in or are back actually. Um, hoodie season is pretty much here, you know, so get your Ernest Thoughts podcast hoodies, sweaters, long shirts as well, t-shirts, tank tops, all that stuff will still be available. I'm going to try to work on the Teespring. Me and Teespring had a little, a tiff, you know, but I'm going to work on getting my links back up, uh, finding those links and then getting the mugs you know, and all that other stuff. So you can put your hot beverages or even cold beverages, whatever you want in your Earnest Thoughts podcast mug. But right now there's still merch available. Go get that. Check out the other links as well, such as my blog, the YouTube channel. Donation link will be down there if you feel inclined to support financially. Please hit up that donation link or just hit up the my PayPal Venmo, which have the same name, by the way, if you just type in at Money for Earnest on PayPal or Venmo, you will find me. You could donate that way or cash app, dollar sign Money for Earnest. All that will be in the description box below again, so you don't have to keep replaying this if you want to. Any amount is greatly appreciated. I just appreciate the support in general. Now that's out the way. Let me get into the outro for those who actually listened to the entire episode. Or at least the last segment. <laughs> so they can hear the outro. Until then, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Black trans lives matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. Black children matter. And I'm out. Peace.